This podcast is a love letter to my VAs, OBMs, and PMs out there. I see you. You started your business for the freedom. You started your business for your family. You started your business for a million other reasons that only you know. But you're stuck and you're struggling. Well, no more. Get ready to move. Get ready to grow and learn together. We're here to work through the tech, work through the growing pains, and work towards a business that you can fall in love with over and over again. See that woman over there who's running it like a boss? Let's go ask her how she did that. Hey, hey there. Welcome back to the How She Did That podcast. So if you are listening to this in real time, then we are just finishing up the Your Next Level Summit. And oh, such an amazing three days. Well, day three is happening today. So I can't, you know, tell the future, but day one and day two have been fire. So I'm just going to be positive and say that day three is fire also. And I'm so excited for um, this podcast because one of the things that we really covered in the Your Next Level Summit over the past few days was all of the possibilities, right? All of the ways that you can build and grow your business and that you can make it exactly what you want. And guess which way I decided to talk about? Starting and growing an agency, of course, because there are three things that I love in my life. Well, more than three things that I love in my life, but three things that I love to talk about, especially two of them are business-wise. One is launches, two is agencies, and then the third is musical theater. (laughs) So I decided uh, to basically focus on how I built my business through an agency model business in the summit and really share my heart on why this was the path for me. I'm not saying it's the path for everybody. There's definitely, uh, there are people that agencies work better for and not so great for. And I will share a link to, I've already talked about that on the podcast. And so I'll share a link to that in the show notes if you want more information specifically around that. But at the same time, I think that agencies, I know that having an agency has opened up so much possibility and opportunity for me and allowed me that freedom and flexibility that I was always looking for as a solopreneur. So what I wanted to do in this episode, since during the Your Next Level Summit, we we talked about so many different opportunities and options in terms of how you build and grow your business. I also wanted to talk about what the difference between masterminds, group coaching, one-on-one coaching, a course, certification, all of those are. I firmly believe that there are different times that you would pick different ways to get support in your business at different times. And so I want to break down what those different ways are and also why you would choose maybe one over the other and how I kind of decided what I needed in the moment at any given time in my business and how I continue to do that. I, up to this day, and I think I'm going to say as long as I am running a business um, and own a business, I will always have some kind of coaching and some kind of coaching support, whether it be uh, peer-led and a combination of somebody or a group that I'm paying or something, just because I know that when I get that support, I have a better business, I feel better about my business, and I make more money. And that all feels really, really good to me. Okay, let's get started. So let's start by what, like answering the question, what's the difference between each one of these things? What's the difference between a mastermind or a course or certification or one-on-one coaching versus group coaching? So Examples of a course or what a course is, is it tends to be mostly self-directed. So there 
could be most of the time in the courses that I've been a part of, there is a there's an open cart date, right? Where people are invited into the course and then you pay for it and everything. And often everybody can be in the course. Like there's no like application to be in the course or whatever. It's normally um, an easier, like a more introductory price point. Although courses can also be a more premium price point as well, but they tend to be somewhere, you know, in the hundreds of dollars to couple thousands of dollars and not like you know, um, multiple five figures or five figure kind of dollars or whatever. And then there is a self-directedness to it in that people are going at different paces, people are going at different times and everything. And there's an open start and end date. So you can kind of finish at your pace. Maybe the creator of the course says this can be completed in six weeks or this can be completed in 12 weeks. But if it takes you 14 weeks, like nobody's kicking you out normally exactly at the 12 week mark, right? Courses are great for places that you feel like you have a gap in learning that you just kind of want to like fix pretty quickly and that it's not too complicated of a thing. So for example, like I like to take courses when I'm trying to learn a new piece of software or even when I'm trying to learn a new way to do a funnel, but I have a basic understanding of like how to do a course or how to build something or how to, you know, and I want to learn a little bit more about how to build this certain funnel or something like that. Moving on to masterminds. So masterminds can be peer-led or paid, and they tend to be small groups, usually about 10 people, um, maybe a few more, maybe a few less, but not a huge group. And they're usually people in similar industries or at similar places in their business. So maybe it's a mastermind for um, newer business owners, for beginner business owners, right? Or maybe it's a mastermind for seven-figure business owners or for those who have operational businesses or are attorneys or something like that, right? So they have some commonality together. And usually in the paid mastermind, there is kind of a facilitator of the conversation who can make sure that they're keeping time, that not not any one person is monopolizing the conversation, those sorts of things. So a mastermind is an opportunity to share business-related struggles or where you need support or to get input and suggestions from your peers. And it's also an opportunity to network and connect thing about masterminds is there's not really a teaching component. So you're not really given any course content or any outside coaching. It's really kind of the hive mind of the group that is the thing that you are gaining access to. Okay. So moving on to group coaching, what is group coaching? Group coaching involves, once again, a group of people. It can be small, medium, large size group. A lot of times if it's a larger group, There's uh, some kind of breakout, either breakout rooms in Zoom or something like that, that breaks the group into smaller, more manageable pieces. And there's a learning aspect to it in which you're working on building a new skill set so that you can support your business. So I've been in group coaching programs before. My my, Actually, the first program I ever joined was on pricing and packaging your services when I was a brand new VA. And I knew that I had majorly underpriced and was undercharging. And I wanted to fix that. So it was, I believe it was a six week program all around just pricing and packaging your services. We met once a week and there was the group coaching aspect in terms of my coach had kind of a presentation that she she would do. uh, And then we would get an assignment for the next week. And then we would have time to kind of ask questions, debrief, all of those things. We could also get her feedback in between via a Facebook group, right? So that's the group coaching aspect. Moving to one-on-one coaching, because they're similar but different in in ways, right? So one-on-one coaching 
definitely you have more dedicated time with your coach where you can deep dive into something that is specific for you. I think one-on-one coaching is a great place to ask questions. You want to have conversations about something that you don't feel as comfortable or that you wouldn't feel as comfortable sharing with an entire group. Now, normally there is a clear objective for one-on-one coaching, but there's not always that clear like learning aspect. Like there's not always course content that goes along with the one-on-one coaching. Now I have been in one-on-one coaching programs with coaches before where they do give you kind of like, you know, a packet to work through or something. And so it's a little bit more directed that way, but usually it's really more tailored to your exact needs. And so there isn't that curriculum-based Basedness is that a word? <laughs> We're going to make it a word now. There isn't that curriculum basedness part or piece to it as much. And then last but not least, we have certifications. So certifications, the goal is really at the end is learning mastery over some software, technique, tool, idea, found, you know, some some kind of something. And the certification shows both proof of mastery and clout amongst peers and potential clients. When you get that certification, you are saying, I have mastered XYZ skill and I can like I can implement at that mastery level. Okay. So here are some examples within or one of the examples that I would give for like certifications, first of all, my certification program for launch managers, the legendary launch manager certification. You also have the online business manager certification. You have the director of operations certifications. You have individual certifications for P or tools or systems like Keep, which used to be Infusionsoft, right? They have a certification program. Asana has a certification program for project management all kinds of different certification programs. So you can get certified in a ton of different things. But I think one of the things, one of the reasons that I created the certification for the launch manager program is that I saw that some launch managers came in and they completely knew their stuff. They understood launches inside and out. And some launch managers came and they were actually, I want to say just project managers, but I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I just mean that they did not have the experience that I would expect as somebody calling themselves a launch manager or somebody that really was an expert in launches and understood launches inside out. So that's why I created the launch manager certification to really fill that gap. So let's talk about kind of when you decide what kind of something you need, what kind of support you need in your business at any given time. Now, of course, courses, like I said earlier, are going to be the easier price point. That's usually something that you can probably that is accessible to more people. Um, I was going to say most people, but let's just say to more people when you first come in and when you're first building a business and when, frankly, money is tight, right? You don't have as much to be spending on things, but you know that you need to invest in yourself. So courses are a great opportunity for you to kind of like learn the ropes, learn the generalness of things. And then that way you can at least have a frame of reference for how you build upon that. Um, one of the first courses, I actually got a course. I think I got two courses, actually. One was on Pinterest and one was on building courses <laughs> when I kind of first started. And I did a trade with a um, with a lady who wanted my services. And so she was like, well, I know you're interested in these courses. How about I buy these courses for you? And then, you know, you work basically the equivalent of what you would have worked if I hadn't bought the courses. You understand what I'm saying, right? (laughs) So we did that. And while I worked a ton of hours, because once again, I was undercharging at that time, 
while I worked a ton of hours to kind of pay it off, it was mutually beneficial to both her and me because I was able to help her with her first course and apply what I was learning in the course. And she didn't have to like actually take the course, right? And learn it herself. And then I was also able to take what I was learning and apply it to other clients, which basically, if we look all the way back there, was the basis of the Launch Guild, what it is now, right? And doing full service launch support. So doing that trade actually really benefited me in the long run all these years later, which is kind of cool to see that full circle. In terms of masterminds, I have only been in peer-led masterminds. And I will say there are pluses and minuses to peer-led masterminds. I will be completely honest and transparent and say that I do better when I've got skin in the game in terms of I paid for it. When I'm in a peer-led mastermind, I am not the best like person or helper in that peer-led mastermind. And what I mean by that is when other things become overwhelming or important or there's client work or there's a ton on my plate, I deprioritize like making it to the, all of the peer-led mastermind meetings, which isn't fair to the other people in the group, right? They're relying on me and I'm relying on them. And so I have decided just for now, understanding that better about myself, that peer-led masterminds don't really work for me. But I've had plenty of friends that have participated in paid masterminds and gotten so much out of them, especially when they are a really curated group. When you're looking for a mastermind, you want to look for a group that has been curated by the facilitator and that you have those things in common. I've heard of masterminds where people are, you know, at different income levels. One person's starting, one person's making a million dollars, one person is in a brick and mortar business and another person is, you know, in online and they can't really help each other because they don't understand each other's businesses. So that's not as helpful. So make sure that if you decide to go the mastermind route, that you're really looking for a curated group and that you're asking enough questions that you're going to be able to get what you need and be able to support others in, in uh, helping them by answering their questions as well. So group coaching and one-on-one coaching. I want to give you a little insight into why at Agency Thrive Mind, which is my 12-month program for agency owners, why we decided to kind of do a hybrid of both group and one-on-one coaching. So I used to do one-on-one coaching for agency owners. When I first started getting asked to coach agency owners, the only way that people could work with me was through one-on-one coaching. And one of the things that I saw was, let's be honest, owning an agency is hard, right? There are going to be weeks where you're just like, is there anything else that could go wrong? Like clients are going to be upset. Team members are going to quit and put in absolutely no notice. And then you're like, who am I going to give this client to? You know, they just already had another VA. It's going to feel like a revolving door. It's going to be a lot sometimes. And what I noticed that, especially once I still had one-on-one clients, um, coaching clients, but I also started Agency Thrive Mind. This was about two years ago. What I noticed was that the ones that were only doing one-on-one coaching with me, when something happened, they felt like it was the end of the world. They were just like, oh my gosh, I will never recover from this. This is awful. I'm going to shut down my agency. I'm going back to working by myself or I'm going back to you know, taking a full-time job or something. This is terrible. Whereas the people that were in Agency Thrive Mind and that were surrounded with other agency owners who were like them, who were having similar experiences, even if they were having a great week, they could see somebody else having a terrible week and realize like, oh, this could happen in my agency, right? And this is how they dealt with it. And then two months later or so, when they were the ones having that terrible week, it wasn't as big of a deal because they realized I am not 
different like in that I'm having a hard week right now. This is just hard because this is what it is, right? Instead of this is hard and it's the end of me and nobody else has ever been through this and everything. So really being able to see that difference, I was like, I don't feel like by doing just one-on-one coaching with people, I'm supporting them the way they truly need to be supported. Because the way they truly needed to be supported was yes, to have a one-on-one component, which we do inside of Agency Thrive Mind. We have one-on-one coaching that's done by me and our accountability coaches. And at the same time, they needed to get that support and see from the group that their struggles and the things that they were dealing with at any given time were not just unique to them. So that is one of the top and key reasons that I chose to make Agency Thrive Mind a hybrid between group coaching and between one-on-one coaching. There's also a mastermind and a course component to it. So there is a, uh, we call it a resource library inside of Agency Thrive Mind where there are bite-sized pieces of content for when people need it. Everybody starts kind of at the same place, which is our me-to-we framework. They go through that their first week inside of ThriveMind. I show them exactly where to start based off of where they are in their business. And then they're kind of working through that along the way while they're in the program for the 12 months. But really, I wanted wanted everything to be bite-sized pieces that people could work through no matter where they were and what they needed in the moment. And then once a week, we do have what we call office hours. And office hours are facilitated by smaller cohorts. By They're facilitated by our accountability coaches. And that's an opportunity for people who are in similar places in their business. So they're basically, they've just started their agency or they're more advanced in their agency or they're kind of in that messy middle in their agency, right? Wherever they are, they're meeting with their accountability pod or their cohort to talk about what's going on in their business, to get feedback from their accountability coach, and also from each other to support each other. So. I really love the fact that in Agency Thrive Mind, I could kind of create this hybrid where we bring the best of each one of those things together in order to support people. One of the other questions that I want to answer that I, well, two questions that I recently saw that I want to answer. One of them is uh, one that I get about Agency Thrive Mind a ton, (laughs) a lot. So the question is, well, why is it 12 months, right? Actually, now, now that I'm thinking about it, it's actually three questions. Question number one is, why is it 12 months? And question number two is kind of related to that, so I'm going to answer them together. Question number two is, is it that after 12 months or at the end of the 12 months, I'll be ready to start my agency or I'll be ready to implement changes? Like if I've already had an agency after the 12 months, I'll be ready to implement the changes. And my answer is always like, no, like it's not that you have to wait the 12 months. I really created it. First of all, I created it for 12 months because of the fact that agencies take time, right? And it's not just a matter of, I can give you some templates, you apply them, and then your agency is magically wonderfully working, right? All the time, like nothing goes wrong. It really is a matter of, first you have to apply like the knowledge and the templates and everything and create the systems and the structure and improve the structure if you already have an agency or already working with a team. Then you let it sit for a while and you let it work itself out and you start seeing the things that are coming up. You start seeing kind of the cracks in the foundation and then you start fixing those things. And along the way, you are improving as a leader. You're working on how to hire better. You're working on how to mentor your team, right? All of those pieces. So really having an agency is a living, breathing thing that constantly needs support and nourishment and love. It's not this thing that is static where you can just 
give it a whole bunch of templates and then fix it, right? So that's the first part. And then the second part really has a lot to do with it. The fact that like, no, it's not that at 12 months, like, you know, then you apply it. It's that you are applying what you're learning consistently and constantly through the program. And there are different things that you're doing at different times. So for example, on the front end, there's probably going to be a lot more SOPs and a lot of operational and organizational things that you're doing inside of the program. And then once you have that, then you're like, oh, okay, now I'm working on hiring the right people and updating my org chart and everything. And now I'm working on improving as a leader. And now I'm working on getting out of more, more of the implementation. And now I'm working on increasing my profit margins. So do you see like along the way you're working at different things at different times? And then the last question, um, nobody has actually ever asked me this, but I did see it in a different group and they were like, well, why do you lose access to things after <laughs> after 12 months, right? Or after six months, let's say it's a six month program or a three month program. I loved so many of the answers um, when that person asked that question. And a lot of the reason comes around twofold. Number one, I am a coach who values people who value action and not just want more information. We all have enough information. We want to have just enough information in order to be able to take action on the next step. Instead of at normally as operational people, especially, we like to gather information and then we sit on it, right? And so when you have kind of that deadline of like, hey, if you don't do anything with this information, you are going to lose access to it, it kind of puts a little bit more pep in people's steps. Additionally, we are constantly and consistently improving agency ThriveMind. We're constantly adding things to it, right? And so if I were to give people open access for the next forever, that's not really fair to the people who came in later, you know, who, who are only getting that access for a certain amount of time. And it's also not fair to me because I'm constantly adding new things to it, improving it, see where we can where we can be better. So those are kind of the sum of the questions that I get asked. Oh, hey there. Can I interrupt this amazing episode for just one second? I want you to listen up right now, especially if you've done it. You've built a successful and booming business, and now you're ready to take it to the next step and start or grow an agency. An agency model business can be a great way to increase your income and impact without adding more implementation work to your plate. But without the right support systems and team, it can definitely feel overwhelming and crash and burn. That's why I created the Agency Thrive Mind, a supportive group coaching program for agency owners. Imagine being in a supportive space where your fellow members and coaches get you, are rooting for you, and are there to help you during the ups and sometimes downs of building this new level of your success. Ready to hear more? I can't wait to share it. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind for all of the info. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind. The last thing I want to talk about, and this is super important, is how do I make the most of any program that I'm involved in, whether it be a course or one-on-one coaching or group coaching or a hybrid or a mastermind or a certification, how can I make the most of my time in that thing, in that program, right? So number one is to show up. I, within Built to Profit, which I no longer um, am actively selling right now, um, that is a course that I used to have for brand new virtual assistants, the legendary launch manager certification, which is cohort based. So we do that three to four times a year and agency thrive mind, which is my 12 month program for agency owners. All of those, I am floored and dumbfounded. Anytime somebody gives me money, 
buys the thing and then that's the last time I see them. <laughs> like they never show up for any of the live calls or the Q and A's or they don't turn in their homework for, for Thrive or for Legendary Launch Manager certification. It just floors me. Like that is the beginning of the commitment, right? That's not the end of the commitment. Like it's not that you decide to make this commitment or this investment, you hand me the money and then by osmosis, like all of the information gets into your head. You still have to do the work. You still have to show up. And going back to the reason that I made ThriveMind one-on-one and group, when you are not showing up, first of all, you're not just not showing up for you, you're also not showing up for your group, but also it's so much easier to start hiding when things get hard, right? And so when you make the commitment to say to yourself, I'm going to show up when things get hard. I'm going to ask the questions that I need to ask. I'm going to do the thing and implement what I am learning. That is where the true transformation comes. And it's so telling that the people inside of my programs who have the most success, who have the testimonials to share and everything are the people that have shown up and been committed to what they first committed to by investing in the program. The second one is to apply the learning. You cannot say this didn't work if either you applied one piece of learning, you waited for three seconds, and then you were like, this isn't working, (laughs) or you didn't apply the learning at all. This used to be a problem in one of my programs when we got to marketing, right? Marketing is one of those things that takes time. It's kind of like, I always use the snowball metaphor in terms of when you start a snowball, it usually starts smaller, right? But think about like a big like double black diamond mountain ski, ski mountain kind of thing, right? You start with a small snowball and you start rolling it down the hill and it gets, it gains speed and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's the same thing with any marketing initiative or really any initiative in your business. The consistency is going to kind of start building that momentum forward. And so that momentum just takes time and it takes consistency. And so some people would like start implementing a marketing strategy and a week later come back to me and be like, it's not working. (laughs) I'm like, you gave it a week, right? So really thinking about how are you going to consistently apply that learning and take into account the fact that you join this program because you know that there's a gap in what you know now and what you want to know, how you're doing things and how you want to do things. So if you're going to trust that coach or that course creator or whomever, enough to buy into their program, then you also have to trust them enough to know that like they may know things or they may have strategies that you haven't tried and that's okay. Now, is discernment a thing? Do you want to understand your business specifically because you're the one who understands it best and decide, oh, this strategy may not be best fit for me or I may need to tweak this a little bit specifically for my business or how I want to run things or my industry? Absolutely, right? I always want thinking people to join my programs. I don't just want them to blindly follow me. I want them to apply the strategy and change it up in a way that feels good for them and how they work. However, comma, I also want them to try new things and be open to trying new things, right? It's both and at the same time. Number three is that nothing is a magic bullet. It is not that you join a program or you buy a course and then everything changes in your life. This goes back to the consistency piece. I know that it took me a good year and a half to two years for my agency to feel solid. This is not an overnight fix, right? And any program that tells you that they can fix what you need them to fix overnight is lying to you and you should be 
really discerning about whether you say yes to joining that program. I always tell people, especially for Agency Thrive Mind, that it's going to take between a year to a year and a half at least for them to feel really rock solid, for them to feel like they are out of implementation and out of the day-to-day and that their business feels really good most of the time. It's going to take time and that's okay, right? The time's going to go by whether we like use it the way that we should use it or not. And so investing in something that takes time, I don't feel like is going to be a big deal for me. Remember that your coach is making a commitment to you and you also need to make a commitment to your coach. It's a partnership. So what that often means for me is that when people speak up and say like, hey, I need more support around this. Do you have a training around that? If you don't have a training around that, can you make a training around that? The answer is always yes, because I want to meet people where they're at and I want them to succeed in any of my programs, right? If you don't join one of my programs, if you join somebody else's program, I want you to succeed in that program as well, which is why I'm giving you these tips that are universal for wherever you go for any program. These tips are going to help you to get a better result um, than if you don't follow them. So the next question becomes, okay, Tasha, this all sounds great, but how exactly do I choose the right program for me at the right time? So here are four quick questions you can ask yourself when deciding on a program and when choosing a program. Question number one is, what is my primary goal and focus right now? So you probably have multiple things that you're always juggling in your business. We all do, right? Sometimes sales is the thing. Sometimes marketing is the thing. Sometimes operations, sometimes teams, sometimes building your agency, sometimes you know deciding that you need more skills and you want to go back to become an OBM or a launch manager or something. But I need you to not try to do all of it at once because once again, that's when overwhelm comes in. But really think in terms of what is my primary goal? What is my primary focus right now in this season of my business and my life? Question number two is where do I feel the most deficit in where I am right now versus where I want to be? So is there a skill or knowledge deficit? Maybe it's a mindset, something that you know in order to get to your next level in what you want to accomplish, you have to get over that mindset hurdle. It can be all kinds of different things. And so it's really important that you pinpoint where that deficit actually is. I did this early on when I decided that I needed to improve my packages and pricing. And so I went to a smaller six-week container program that was specifically for that. We didn't talk about leadership or team or any of those things. We talked specifically around packages and pricing. Number three, what is the transformation you're seeking? If you can articulate what transformation that you're seeking, then it'll be easier for you to look to programs and look at programs that are only going to support you with that transformation, right? If you are trying to, if your primary focus and the primary transformation you're seeking is to build a course, then the launch manager certification wouldn't be for you, right? Or the OBM certification or becoming a podcast manager or becoming an agency owner um, or, you know, being in ThriveMind, those programs, that's not the primary transformation. So that's probably not the next step for you. You want to pick a program where the primary transformation is what your primary transformation or the primary goal of that program is what your primary transformation that you're seeking is. And last but not least, what is my budget? Now, I know that Anytime I've been in a course or program or anything, it's stretched me financially. But there's a difference between being like, okay, this feels a little uncomfortable versus if I don't get another client next month, I can't pay this bill, right? I've seen this time and time again. And I think that there is a danger 
in basically doing that. Like, I'm just going to take the leap of faith. I have no idea where the money's going to come from thing. That's not helpful for you. And it's also not fair to that program or course creator because the fact of the matter is that's when people tend to default on things. So I want you to look at what your budget is, look at what realistically feels good for you and to you, and also have a plan for if I don't get that client, like, can I still pay this bill? Right. And I think that it's really important to, to kind of look at that. And far too many people don't look at that. Um, once again, I'm not saying that you have to be super conservative. I am never super conservative in how I'm spending my money on my business because I know that when I make those investments and when I'm diligent about doing the work inside of those programs, I see the return on the investment every single time, hands down. However, I don't want you to overextend yourself to the point of not just discomfort, but just like it not feeling good at all and it being a really awful stretch for, for you. And that's not, that's not good or, or fun for anybody in that moment. Here's a couple more things I want to say. Don't get overwhelmed by how far away from your goal you may seem at the time. I want you to take one action step forward at a time. I think the reason that people freeze often is because they get overwhelmed, right? And so they get overwhelmed by, oh my gosh, I have to do this and this and this and this and this, and then it freezes them and they just don't do anything. (laughs) They just go on their couch and take a nap. I totally get that. I am one of those people who that can be really easy for, which is why if I then put it down on a piece of paper or in a sauna and really say, okay, what is the priority? What is the one thing that I need to do right now to get me to my next goal? Which leads me to number two, we we need to really start thinking about setting action steps behind each goal and not just a goal, right? For example, a goal is I want to make $10,000. That's an awesome goal. What are the action steps that get you to that goal? What are the action steps that get you closer to that goal? Because you just saying, I have the goal of making $10,000 and just sitting there is not going to work, (laughs) right? We have to do something with that. So putting the action steps behind it of, I want to make $10,000. And the way that I'm going to do that is apply this marketing strategy for the next 30, 60, 90 days, right? I'm going to reach out to this number of people. I'm going to get my website up and running so people actually know what I do, who I am, how I do it, all the things. And the last thing is, especially in any kind of a group program, it's easy to look to the right and the left and see what other people are doing or see the successes that they have and make that make you feel small. I know that I've been in some big programs where people are like, I had a million dollar launch. And I'm like, I did not have a million dollar launch. <laughs> that didn't. That was not my reality, right? And that can make us feel small and want us to kind of creep back into our holes because we don't think we have anything to contribute or to celebrate. I want you to know that your coaches are in your corner, whether you had a thousand dollar launch, whether you just hired your first team member or just hired your 70th team member, whether you had a million dollar launch. They are in your corner and they want to hear what's happening in your world and how they can support you more and better. So let them do that. Last thing, I promise. I know I already said last thing, but if you're in any kind of a program, one-on-one group, and there is a coaching component to it, make sure that you're checking in with your coach and make make sure that you're being honest and vulnerable and letting them know what you need, where you're stuck, Don't put your head in the sand when you get stuck. That is the opportunity to dig even deeper, to go into the Facebook group and be like, hey, I'm having this problem or this is feeling hard right now because I guarantee if you're dealing with it, there are 
at least three other people who are also dealing with it, but they didn't have the courage to stand up and say something. <laughs> okay, so if you are interested in any of my programs, you can check out Agency Thrive Mind at TashaBooth.com forward slash Thrive Mind. That's T H R I V E M I N D. That'll be in the show notes. Or if you're interested in the legendary launch manager certification, you could check it out at TashaBooth.com forward slash launch, L-A-U-N-C-H. If you have any questions um, or any more questions about certifications versus group coaching, one-on-one, any of that, hit me up on Instagram. I love hearing from you. I am at the Tasha Booth on Instagram. No matter what path you decide, I want you to fully step into it. I want you to fully commit to it. And I hope this was helpful. See you later. There are three things I know a lot about launching, growing an agency, and musical theater. If you're starting or growing a done-for-you service agency, then I definitely want you to check out the Agency Thrive Mind. This is the program for done-for-you service agency owners looking for support and accountability. Inside of Thrive Mind, you'll have access to both one-on-one and group coaching, a smaller accountability pod cheering you on, a resource library full of templates and trainings, monthly group mindset coaching, guest expert trainings, and so much more. Head on over to TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind for all the details. That's TashaBooth.com forward slash ThriveMind. Until next time, remember to keep smashing your goals and pushing forward because you are doing a great job.